Hi everyone. Hi all my film heads. What the fuck is up? Welcome to another episode of Film with CJ. My name is CJ. My pronouns are they them. How is everyone doing? I am doing as okay as one can do. Sorry if there's a little bit of background noise. I have been neglecting about six loads of laundry that needed to get done. So I also hate coming home to a dirty apartment or an apartment that is just not clean. And I will be traveling to California for the holidays. And so I have decided to now run my wash and dryer for like three days straight to try and get all these loads of laundry done and put away and clean before I leave so that when I come back, I'm not stressed out and I can just lay down and enjoy the shit that I'm paying for, you know what I mean? Rent. I hope everyone who is listening is doing okay. I know the holidays are kind of like, they can be a shitty time of year. And for me this year, the holidays are kind of drab. Um, <laughs> drabber than normal. And so I just hope everyone is like coping in the best way that they can, dealing in the best way that they can, hopefully in a healthy way. But if it's not a healthy way, sometimes you just got to do what you got to do. So no judgment here. But... Anyway, I just wanted to say that because I feel like everyone has this notion that like, oh, the holidays are, you know, so happy and merry and loving and kind and compassionate for everyone. And like a lot of times it's not the case. So from me to you, I hope you're okay. And if you're not okay, that's also okay. But both of us are going to get through it. This week, I have decided to give the romance genre another chance and before you boo me i just want to say this i am i'm kicking myself for real i'm kicking myself because i hate romance movies and i also hate publicly admitting that sometimes i watch romance movies but like sometimes you just need like a shitty movie that you don't really care about that you just want to put on to like be mindless and that you could be like this is fucking stupid but this is exactly what I need to watch right now like sometimes you just need that and that's what I feel like romance film is to me especially hetero romance the reason why I hate the romance genre so much is because Rarely is it ever nuanced, and I don't know, it's just not compelling to me. I feel like it's kind of a lazy genre. It's just recycling the same old shit because romance movies rarely ever make any money, so they just go with the formulaic what works and what sells type of movie. Um... And I don't like that. (laughs) I have no interest in paying money to see that. I have no interest in wasting my life to watch it. But I've decided to watch this particular movie. And I've decided to give the romance genre another chance. Just because, and I hate to publicly admit this, but I will publicly admit this, is that I am just 
I'm such a romantic. I'm just a very romantic person. I love love. I love being in love. I love loving another person. And sometimes, sometimes just I want to see it on film. I want to like feel all those lovey things because not all the time do I feel lovey. And it's just like, I don't know. I don't know. I really don't even have a good answer. I don't have a good answer. So if you don't like romance, suck it the fuck up or listen to any of my other episodes because the the film for the week is a is a romance film. But I will go a little bit further and not just give you a hetero romance movie because bleh. I have decided to watch the movie Portrait of a Lady on Fire. And I have been putting off watching this movie for years. I think it came out in 2019, so almost three years now. I've been putting this movie off because even though it is a le- is it even though it is about lesbians, the extent of lesbianism in Hollywood is literally just two white women, one blonde and one brunette, and it doesn't really go any deeper or any nuanced or any more let's face it, diverse than that. And for a long time, I really wasn't even, I wasn't interested in seeing that narrative played over and over and over again. And this movie is not really an exception. However, I liked that this movie does not have a happy ending. I did like that. It doesn't have a fairy tale ending. And I do think it's pretty realistic and i just liked that i did and i'm willing to overlook the blandness in the characters even though i do think it's historically accurate to have two white women for the time um i'm willing to overlook that for the realisticness of how this relationship kind of develops if you don't know what this movie is about it's set in the 1800s and this woman who is a painter is sent off to paint a wedding portrait of another woman and kind of over the time that the painter is spending painting this woman she realizes that the woman who is getting painted doesn't actually want to marry and falls in love with her and they end up developing kind of a relationship and it's about how you know they obviously can't be out as together or as lesbians because being a lesbian was like what the fuck you're a lesbian like that's not a thing and the expectation is heterosexuality it's also about the limitations of the relationship and both of them understanding that being together would be incredibly difficult and would make them outcasts and would essentially ruin their lives ruin their professional lives ruin their status um and public opinion of them So neither one of them really wants to ask the other to fight to be with them or protest the woman's marriage or anything like that because they know that 
anything other than heterosexuality or anything other than the status quo is going to ruin their lives. I'm going to be honest with y'all. I do not understand the hype behind this movie. I remember when it came out in 2019 and there were a lot of people talking about it. Must be on the critic side because this movie did not give. It did not give. And I wonder if it was because. I wonder if people were talking about this movie because there was like two, I guess, objectively attractive women, white women in the movie that kissed and their boobs were out. That made all those men that are. <laughs> I wonder if these two white women in this movie made some men horny and they were like, oh, yeah. Give, give us, give them some nominations. Give them some awards because I'm like, boy, what? And I'm a lesbian. Like, I like women too, and I'm not seeing it. I'm not seeing it. This was a slow movie, and I, I think it had to be because of the time period in the 1800s and kind of the situation and environment. Like, you can't really go super fast paced with something as nuanced as lesbianism <laughs> in that time frame. Um, but this is a, a movie that, like, it's for the artsy-fartsy people. And, like, sometimes I'm an artsy-fartsy. Many times. Actually, a lot of times I'm an artsy-fartsy. I'm not going to lie. But... This movie, like, really makes you focus on the dialogue. It really makes you focus on facial expressions. And not much else happens outside of that. So if that's, if you want to, if you are just, like, dying to see some, like, action happen or, like, something moving event-wise happen, this movie is not for you. I feel like this movie has a very narrow targeted audience. And... I'm not even really sure I'm part of that, even though I'm an artsy-fartsy. So I'm not sure how many people actually enjoyed this film. I feel like the people, the few people who did enjoy this film were probably rich people who made a lot of noise because this is not a movie that I'd ever be like, oh, you know, like, if I'm talking to a friend, like, I would never be like, oh, you know, I think you would really like the portrait of a lady on fire like that seems right up your alley i would never fucking say that about this movie what i will say though is i appreciated the fuck out of how the end of this movie went and how the end of this movie was made i think a lot of times romance movies just neglect really big logistical and fundamental issues that arise in same-sex couples or or being a person who likes another person of the same sex, being homosexual, being a lesbian, being a gay person, being a queer person. I think romance movies tend to be like they'll 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 set up some really, really big, you know, hurdle. Like, okay, one of one of the people in the relationship is not out, and then 
somehow the per- you know the person comes out well not somehow but the person comes out to whoever it is like their family their friends and say that they're you know they're gay or they're in a same-sex relationship or whatever it is and then they're like okay well now we can be in a relationship and it's happily ever after and like i overcame that hurdle for you and it was so romantic and it shows how committed i am to you and how much i love you now we can be together in public and everything's great and we can be together until we die and then the movie ends and well that's great and all there's so much more to issues like that. There's so much more to like coming out and like not that, you know, coming out is the only issue that same 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 sex couples face, but it is one that's big and one that is often portrayed in romance movies that have homosexual couples. Um but I feel like what is more realistic is that sometimes couples like this just never get the chance to overcome those hurdles together or just can't like there's things that are bigger bigger they're like there are things that are more risky and like i appreciate that this film shed light on that and like i get now we're in almost 2022 and like this was set in the 1800s but like there are things that some people are just not ready to do or can't do or aren't willing to do. And sometimes that gets in the way of the relationship between two people and it causes issues and problems and like prevents them from being together. And like, I think that is a very hard reality for a lot of same-sex couples that does not get portrayed in modern times a lot. And while, yes, I appreciate that this movie was not set in modern times either, but I am grateful to have seen an ending like that in the modern times because it just, it it reminds me that there are things at work that you can't always see with your eyes that make people behave the way that they do and make people make decisions that they do and I think a lot of times there's this notion especially in same-sex couples of like if you're if you don't do this for me or if you don't behave this way then you don't love me and you're not committed to me and like you don't feel you don't feel how I want you to feel about me and like you don't actually love me and those things and it's like everyone Everyone just has their thing. Like no one no one comes into a relationship, especially a, a homosexual relationship without baggage, without lived experience that affects the way that they see the world, the way that they perceive the world and like sometimes it just doesn't align with how you yourself perceive the world or want to live your life and like you can't really make people do things. You just can't you just really can't and that's like something that I'm I have had to learn in adulthood it's just like you can't make people be the person that you wish they were or you want them to be and that is a hard fucking pill to swallow it really is and don't get me wrong you can definitely express your frustrations with you know how someone behaved or whether that's your partner or your friend or family or whatever. But ultimately, 
whether or not that person chooses to change or whether or not that person quote unquote becomes the person that you want them to be or wish they would be is like all up to them that is a hundred percent up to them and uh a lot of times it's just not in the cards a lot of times the person that they're showing you to be is just who they are and um you can't really change that and that fucking sucks this movie has nothing but stellar reviews, okay? 98% on Rotten Tomatoes, 8.1 out of 10 on IMDb, 95% on Metacritic, 4.8 stars out of 5 on Google reviews. And I don't know why. I don't know why. I don't get it. I'm not one of the girls that get it. Because... Not that this movie was bad, but 98% of Rotten Tomatoes. Undeserved. Undeserved. One person said, one of the most beautiful and profoundly original works of art, this movie is a living, breathing painting that captures the gorgeous form of its subjects and original thought, but also suggests new, new forms and makes its audience into new subjects. Every shot feels like a great expressionist painter's private composition. The world of this movie is a fully self-contained universe, totally disinterested in what it should or shouldn't be, and even less interested in following conventional paths toward over-engineered meaning. Writer and director Selene Sciamma re rejects all cliché, grants godlike respect to her audience, avoids turning characters into cartoons, slogans, campaigns, or manifestos. She does not stumble. stumble. She refuses even accidentally to convert a difficult and subtle love story into a parody or a lazy reduction of love's complexity. She is a master, and masters do not make those kinds of imaginative or errors. Her screenplay is faithful only to itself and, its, and to its own brilliant instinct for surprise and beauty, which allows it the full revelatory power of literary fiction. The whole movie builds to one of the most spectacular ending shots in all of movie history got chills and had to leave the room to collect myself more than once can can compete with certain Chekhov stories in terms of pure emotional and cerebral voltage Celine Scamma is a master and for this film alone she deserves to be listed among the greats oh and the lead roles in this film are played by the two most drop-dead gorgeous I've ever seen ever either in life or in film or on a stage or a game show um, no, no, <laughs> no, 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 um, this, I, okay, in my, I don't know, I just don't know why I don't get it, why don't I get it, um, I do think this movie was well made. I do think it was pretty, but I wasn't like astonished. I wasn't like blown away. Like there's pretty scenery, there's a nice beach, some good old rocks. But uh when I say it was a two hour long painting, no. Do I think the leads were exceptionally attractive? No. Do did I did I have to 
pause the movie and collect myself? Absolutely not. Absolutely not. And I'm I am very easy to make cry when I'm watching a movie. I'll cry during the voice, like I've said before. Someone said, in all caps, this is the most beautiful movie I've ever seen. The 120 minute long film is a big gorgeous portrait itself. Every single frame in the movie is a heartwarming painting. I don't think I've ever seen a film that was so real. It holds you close, never lets your attention wander around. The visuals are so gorgeous, you'll be amazed at how beautifully this film is shot. The film is calm, the scenes are serene, but every scene will move something inside you. It will grab you and stare you in the eyes, and you will feel every moment of the film as an experience. The cinematography is pure magic. The camera moves like a brush floating on a canvas. The uniquely realistic acting leaves you speechless and drags you inside the world of the film. The film only has three instances where you hear music, and ironically, the lead character loves music and hasn't heard real music ever. Portrait of a Lady on Fire will stay with you for a while, and you will go around recommending it to everyone. I envy you the experience of watching it for the first time. And while you're at it, I will probably be watching it for the fourth time. This last person said, a true masterpiece, Portrait of a Lady on Fire is a refreshingly feminist, rich, richly textured film that explores love and desire with genuine emotion and profound insight. At the center of the movie's manifesto is the notion of the female gaze. There is no unwanted nudity. There is no objectification of bodies just for the sake of voyeuristic pleasure. There is sensuality, desire, passion, and consent. Celine Sciamma plays on the idea of consent and how sexy it can be. Besides, the movie is a grand aesthetic treat. Every frame is akin to an oil painting. This is the kind of film that makes a lasting impact. It was a privilege to have watched this movie on the big screen in all its glory. I do agree with this review, actually. I, I do think that a lot of lesbianism, the way that it's portrayed on film... It's pornographic. It's pornographic, honestly. It's fetishized and it's catered to the male gaze. And I feel like this film did a really good job of showing the kindness and the tenderness and the understanding of each other's body and each other's being um, rather than showing it just from a pornographic lens, which is, if you've ever seen Blue is the Warmest Color... I'm pretty sure that's the name of the film. That is essentially a two-hour-long porn movie that was marketed as just, like, showing a lesbian relationship. I don't really know what the point of that movie was, but there's been so many criticisms of that movie, especially about the director and how he directed those really long sex scenes um, and the people that who were involved in that movie. But that's besides this movie at hand portrait of a lady on fire in my opinion does do a really good job of just showing the actual love between the two women and so i give portrait of a lady on fire seven out of ten was it was i blown away no was it nice to watch i guess so would i recommend to any of my friends probably not probably not this is probably one of those movies that like I would never watch with any other person. It's just kind of like a movie that, you know, you're scrolling through the streaming services. You're like, oh, I heard something about that. Maybe let me watch it. 
but you you might watch it with like a glass of wine or like some takeout or something and it's just kind of like something that you you watch and you watch it while you're alone during some alone time and that's about all it's good for i would say nothing else and it kind of pains me to say that i publicly that i watched this movie um because like i'm not one of the girls that gets it i'm not one of the girls that gets it Thanks for listening to another episode of Film with CJ. If you enjoy this podcast, follow me on Twitter at Film with CJ. Give me a rating. And by give me a rating, I mean only give me five fucking stars. And I will see all my film heads next Thursday.